Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. And this is Frank Whaley. Nickel and a nail. Dollars to donuts. It's Friday, April 8th. And uh, I'm not in the mood. I always remember the date, Friday, April 8th. What'd you say? I said I'm not in the mood. Wish I had a dime for every time I heard that. I'm hungry. Friday, April 8th. Um, April 8th, if I'm not mistaken, is the day... Uh, I believe this is the anniversary where um, Henry Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's home run record. I was watching that unfold on Monday Night Baseball when I was a kid. So there you go. April 8th. I thought thought I was settling in for some long, boring baseball story that I could just tune out. No, no. I don't know any long, boring stories. Apparently the... um, well, if it, was, if it was about baseball, you might not find it boring, but I would. Apparently, the Yankees at their opening day raised the Ukrainian flag and had a Ukrainian girl sing. You mean a Ukrainian woman? I thought it was a girl. Somebody texted me and said, "Girl, I didn't watch it." So I'm just this is purely uh, secondhand. When news. was this? When does when was the opening baseball game? When was the Yankees? I have no idea. Somebody texted me and said that. Oh well, you should get your facts straight. Um, today I was driving in the car and I have a little Ukrainian flag sticker in honor of my people. And this woman pulled up next to me and was like waving her little Ukrainian flag. And she said, her family is there. And I said, are they, are they safe? And she said, they are for now. They are. And then the light changed. Well, that's what happens when you strike up a conversation at an intersection with a stranger car She car. did. She struck up the conversation with me. See, if I'm sitting at a light, with all due respect and regard and for the bravery and the, you know, uh, uh, perseverance, perseverance of the Ukrainian people. Um, Preserve- perseverance? That's what I meant. That's what I said. Perseverance. Whatever you heard, that's what I said. But somebody's beckoning me to roll down my window at, at an intersection. You know what I do? I either give them, I shake, I slowly shake my head, no, or I, or I simply don't look at them, or I look at them and smile and then shake my head slowly, no, or I simply um, give them the thumbs up. Well, my window is already down because it's a beautiful day today, and I had the windows open in the car. Speaking of balls. Okay. There was a, I, I, I read about this guy. Um, he, um, he, he said, his name is Travis Lewis. He's 32 and he was a police man in, um, Indiana. And he, he's accused of official misconduct, um, battery resulting in bodily injury and battery resulting in bodily injury. Yes, that's right. But yes, he's 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 accused of 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 causing bodily injury. And um according, according to the court papers, Heather, this man, Travis Lewis, he's 32 years old. He grabbed the genitals of a suspect uh, named Paul Johnson. Uh, oh, well, I mean, Paul no, no, John- no relation. Paul Johnson. Yes. The aptly named Paul Johnson. Resulting in bodily injury, oh that is pain. God. The documents further allege that Lewis did knowingly touch 
Paul Johnson in a rude, insolent, or angry manner. God damn. By throwing Paul Johnson to the ground while handcuffed, resulting in bodily injury. My balls, Johnson could be heard saying on body camera videos. Did you watch that body camera footage? Paul Johnson was captured on body. Yes, of course I did. He was being restrained. And um, at approximately 1.23 into the video, uh, Officer Lewis shows Officer Lewis wrists as he, um, as evidenced by the opening of the glove worn and the gap uh, at the start of the shirt sleeve on top of Mr. Johnson's right hip or hip bone and his hand in the, air, in the area of Mr. Johnson's genitals outside of the front of his boxer shorts below the navel. Oh, my God. It appears that Officer Lewis's hand is in a closed position and rotating oh. in a twisting motion in this area while Mr. Johnson is yelling, my balls, and shifting his body in response. This guy's a monster. See, I wouldn't be saying my balls. I'd be saying, fuck, no, God damn it!" Because... You'd be saying, my little croakers, my little croakers. Because I have had um, some, as most, I'm, I'm sure any man can, can, can at least recall one instance where they're either being kicked or punched in the balls. And let me tell you something, man. It don't tickle. It don't tickle. I remember once, I think I mentioned this before, I, I got my, when I was a, when I was a youngster, um, I got my zipper caught on my Johnson, Ooh, on my Paul Johnson. How? Yeah, and Ooh. I had to have the only one present, not not literally present, the only one in the in the shack at that time was my mom, and she heard me screaming, and she said, "What? What? What? What?" And I said, "I I couldn't even tell her. I just had to point in that direction." She's, "Oh Jesus, God damn!" And she had to like disconnect oh my, my zipper from my. How, wait, how old were you? It's like eight, nine, ten okay. years old, a little kid. And, um, you know, just wasn't looking. And what I used to do is, because we only have one little bathroom in the house, and either somebody was always in there or just like, I don't know. So I usually go out in the yard and and pee. Pee in the yard? So share it with the neighbors so all the neighbors could see? In the corner of the yard. Or I would do it in the neighbor's yard. I don't know. But... And I wasn't looking, and it was summertime, and I went, d- lifted, lifted up the zipper, and there you go. Oh, man. Lots of pain. Lots of pain. Yeah, well, um, that's what happens, I guess, right? When I guess. You, when you let the horsey out, out of the barn. Isn't that what your mom said one time when you had your fly open? Oh, yeah. She said, uh, close the barn door before your horsey gallops out. Hey, Frank, do you want a letter? Yes or no? No, I guess so. Whatever. Yeah, sure. Yes. Okay. This says, uh, hi, guys. Love you both. When is your TV show? We should have a TV show. We should definitely have a TV show. Yeah, absolutely. Heather, you're my role model. Well, that's nice. I heard about the Swimming with Sharks series. Frank, are you involved? Do you still speak with Kevin Spacey? I was wondering because his performance is really good in that. But can you even still watch it knowing what he's done? And this is from someone with the initial D. So, um, I, I, you, you, you have me at you're my role model. I mean, I mean, you're you. I'm you, not. A, I shouldn't be anybody's role model. If they knew your 
your sexual deviancy, they wouldn't say you were the role model. Maybe they would. I don't know. Um, I mean, that's a joke, of course. Yeah, you're not. I, you're I not a deviant. You're not a sexual deviant, but you are. A, you you are a straight freak, foxy, freaky fox. Um, okay. We, they tell asked me about again. The swimming with sharks television show, and are you involved? <sighs> and are you still in touch with Kevin Spacey? And then. They made the comment that he, his performance is very good, but can you even watch, go back and watch something like that, knowing what someone has done? Well, I, there's several there's several layers to this. Yeah, to this, take it one by this, one. This so, commentary. are you involved in the Swimming with Sharks television series? Well, you know the answer to that. I, but, but I'm letting you answer. I'm not going to speak a, for you. It's a sore subject because, um, you know, Hollywood is a is an evil empire. They're evil out there, and you got you got to get yours when you're getting when you the getting's good because these these people, you know the 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 producers of that motion picture know that I'm owed. Okay, I'm not a part of that television series. I knew nothing about it. I wasn't asked. I don't to be think a part you should go into the detail on the other stuff. I will. I will. I will take your advice on that, Heather. I'm not going to go into any detail, but I will say that to this person, D, D minus. I'm not involved um, on this on this television series. I don't know much about it. I know I I read I read a, a few articles here and there. People sent me. Um, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's wonderful. The players involved are wonderful, you know, performers and actors. I got all I got nothing but love and respect. But I was instrumental in the in the making of that motion picture. Um, you told them to hire Kevin Spacey. It was supposed to be John Malkovich. Yes, and and and. Uh, Kevin Spacey, being the wonderful person that he is, tried to get me fired soon after we began production, or even before we started production. And then during production, the Northridge earthquake, with the biggest earthquake in, you know, in the past 200 years in Los Angeles, wreaked, wreaked havoc. And Kevin Spacey wanted to run home to New York and not finish the f- film, which we just had begun like a couple of days earlier. We had to, we had to c- talk him off the ledge, so to speak, and keep him keep him around otherwise we would all, all would have been lost um but you know in terms of speaking to kevin spacey no i don't speak to kevin spacey i even before he you know even before the you know the uh the uh case against him you knew but you knew what sort of a person he was everybody knew everybody knew what kind of person he was listen when he sang was that at the grammys at radio city when he sang mind games I think that was a 9-11 It was a 9-11 tribute. He should have been canceled after that. That, Go and, uh, if you've never seen it, Google Kevin Spacey singing Mind Games. I mean. Awful. But Kevin Spacey is not only a, a, you know, predator, but he's also a, he's also was the, the biggest jackass, narcissist, egomaniac on the face of the planet. And, um. And not just not a nice person at all. He was not. He was not a good person to work with. He was not. He was not in um, uh, in support of his fellow of his fellow artists or actors. Um, out for himself, uh, as I mentioned, tried to get me fired off the picture. And then you know after you know where, where I was instrumental, as I said, with George Wang, the writer director of that film, and getting that thing set up to begin with. Um, once it was wrapped, you know, he, he swooped in and George being the, you know, at the time kind of new and green and somewhat timid, he kind of took the film away from George and 
made, you know, his, his edit and gave himself a producer credit, yada, yada, yada. But, um, I haven't spoken to him since probably but since then. D asks an, an, an interesting question mm-hmm. about separating an artist from what you know about them. Um, I was watching Ricky Gervais did a live Twitter thing and he mentioned at the beginning of it that he was listening to Morrissey and he said lots of people don't like to listen to Morrissey anymore because of, they don't like his opinions and he says he doesn't care. So I guess I, I, I've been You know about Jim Morrison? No, I've been thinking a lot about that because, like Morrissey, I don't look at Morrissey and think, hmm, what are his political opinions? I'd like to get my political opinions from Morrissey, but I like his music. Am I still allowed to like his music if I don't like his politics? There's some people that their politics are so horrible and atrocious that I would never like them, ever, ever. But... I guess I guess I'm wondering a lot about that. Everything in our world today is so politicized. Everything. Your your health, whether you get a freaking flu shot, a vaccine, what book are you reading? What you know, everything is politics. Whether Putin's a, a, a sick He's a sick fuck. Monster. He's a sick motherfucker. And if you don't and if if you if you don't agree with that, then you can go fuck yourself. I don't care how good your songs are. Right. No, you're right. That's how that's how it is these days. But you know, from my point of view, I don't. I, I I'm not going to watch a Kevin Spacey film a because I can't stand his acting, but also because you know I'm not going to support what he does because he's he's an evil person. He's not making any more movies. Well, his old his other movies. His but I mean I hated I hated his acting. Is then that that House of Cards? I couldn't. Oh I my couldn't god! Stand it. it was so one note, and people just applauded it. I just. My, in my opinion, it, it was lousy. It's just awful. And and um, and hey, don't don't. I mean, the storyline. No, the storyline of House of Cards was really good. I liked that a lot. Me too. But his performance at the end, especially, just got so hokey. But when he would turn to the camera, and, I don't know what much man. I, I don't. Yeah. Hey, don't oh. get me wrong, Heather. I'm no John Barrymore over here. You know? You're more of a Lionel Barrymore. Thank you. You know, uh, you love that show, This Is Us. We all love that show, This Is Us. Yeah. I'm glad it's ending. It's, a, it's, a, it's been something fun to watch with our daughter. It is a tear jerker. That's right. Wow. That's an emotional roller coaster every single episode. It, it's, there's, there's, good, there's good writing, good acting. Yeah, and, and great music. For a uh, network show. It's um, excellent, one of a kind in that regard. If you've never watched it, you could start from the beginning. And oh. you, you love watching it because you love to. I know that you have sexual fantasies about the fellow that plays Kevin. I, I don't have sex. No, okay. So this is the thing. I don't have sexual fantasies about him. First of all, yes, you do. I don't. It's not that I like the actor who plays Kevin. I like Kevin. I like the character of Kevin. I don't even know the name of the actor who plays him. I'm sure he's a wonderful person. But I like the character of Kevin. Why do you call me Kevin when we make love? Okay. That's my only question. So I bring this up because I was reading about uh, Kevin. Uh, What's his, his name? name? Is, his, his name is Justin Hartley. You know his name. No, Kevin. I wouldn't know. If you said, did you hear what happened to Justin Hartley? I would, th- I would not know who that is. Now yeah. I know. Okay. Sorry, Justin. Well, he was You're married. You're very good as Kevin. He was married. He's so good looking. Even I, I mean, I, 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 I got to, I got to admit, he's a good looking dude. He's kind of, that's, I, you know, I'm so ugly and hideous 
to look at? No, you're not. But he is one of those people that's just like, like he's got a ridiculously handsome face. Uh, and and if rumor, if you if, okay, if rumor, rumor has it, he is endowed. Okay, what were you going to tell me about Justin Hartley? Well, I was reading about his ex-wife. He's been married. He's not perfect, Heather. Okay, none of was, us are. He was married to a woman named Chriselle Staus. Yeah, but maybe Chriselle was a nightmare. She's on a show called Selling Sunset, which I've watched, oh. believe it or not. Late, in, late, late, late in the night when I'm drinking my rosé and can't get to sleep and I, I'm watching, like, nodding off to a show like Selling Sunset. But anyway, he was married to her, and she was telling, according to the story that I read on the internet, she was telling Kelly Clarkson that the wedding ring that she got from Justin Hartley, a.k.a. Kevin. Your, wedding ring your or engagement ring? Wedding ring. Other wedding ring. Okay. Get this in. If you think you were fantasizing about it before, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you know, you're going to, you know what? He paid 3.3. Well, she, she sold it. She sold the wedding ring? She sold the wedding ring. And you know what she got in return? She bought a $3.3 million home in the Hollywood Hills. Oh, my God. Well, that was really smart. What did she need that ring for? It? But that's, is it the engagement ring or a wedding ring that's Heather, like chock full of diamonds? It's a wedding ring. She, and so she says when someone's life, when sometimes, this is what this, this, what's her name says? What's her name again? Chriselle. When sometimes life gives you lemons, sometimes you got to add a little vodka. I don't know what the fuck that's got to do with anything, but that's what she said. I would say that's not life giving you lemons. That's life giving you a ring that's worth three over three million dollars. That's not a lemon. No. I would marry. I would marry a lousy person for a little while if I got a three million dollar, you know, nest egg. Imagine you get your hands on on Justin Hartley's lemons. You'd go. You'd go nuts. Plus, plus a three mil. Come on. I was trying to, you know, make the best out of a situation. So, yeah, I don't know. She, this, that's the understatement of the, of, the, of the world, my friend, Chriselle Staus. You got a maid. Yeah, I mean, there's somebody giving you any gift that's worth, like, there are, there, there are people who are notoriously bad people. Justin Hartley is not one of those people as far as I know. I, I don't know anything about him. Well, I'll tell you something about him. He was married to Justin. He, she, he, was, she was, he and Chriselle were married from 2017 to 2021. And uh, you know how he filed for divorce? How? Text message. Yeah, he texted. I found out because he texted me that we were filed. 45 minutes later, the world knew. And uh, now he's married. Nowadays, Justin is married. Hang on a second. That's we're only hearing her side of the story, because what if they had discussed this? They had been separated for a while and he was just like, hey, letting you know it's been filed. You don't believe it, huh? But I believe it. I just. She's saying that she found out that she, he'd filed for divorce over text message. Yeah, but does that mean that's when she found out that he wanted a divorce? He's now married to his former Young and Restless co-star, Sophia Pernas. I bet you didn't even know he was on Young and Restless. No. Well, you know, I don't really feel sorry for it. Chrisley also probably makes a lot of money as a real real estate person. And she's on a Bravo show. Her name is Chriselle. Chriselle. There's another person named Chrisley. That's a man, right? Yeah, that, that, yeah. That, and he's not. He's he's he. That's Chrisley knows best. Oh, Heather. So I don't feel sorry for any of these people. I don't feel sorry for them at all. Nobody's asking for your sympathy. 
Yeah, but I just want you. Oh God, you you had you had to sell your ring. Life life sure did give you lemons. Yeah, I think you're looking at it from the wrong point of view. I brought it up because the next time we're making passionate love and you scream out, Justin Hartley, remember that he he texted her, we're getting divorced. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and see I'm gonna take a look at my, my jewelry is what I'm gonna do. See what I could buy. All right, y'all. We are going on vacation. We are going to be gone. For all of next week, we'll probably be back on two weeks from today. Because I don't know if we'll be back in time to record on that Monday. I guess we'll just, you know, we'll we'll see what life gives us and we'll either make lemons or we'll have lemon and vodka. I'm going to have the vodka anyway. In the words of the great Morrissey, I know I'm unlovable. You don't have to tell me. This is not very good podcast content.